Do you want to do the intro? I can, because it's going now. <laughs> this oh, is the right. after party for the episode about uh, bioweapons and weaponized diseases and stuff. Um, when is today's <laughs> date? It's 4-11-20. And uh, we're in the quarantine, the corona stuff. And I don't know, I, I really didn't want to talk about corona. While we were ta- like I thought about, like, because I chose a topic for, like, doing diseases. And it's one that I've been thinking about before corona, and it's just been on my mind a lot, obviously, because we're in the corona shit. But I really am glad that we didn't fucking talk about it, because every- it's just like, it just everything I fucking do, I have to hear about fucking corona from somebody. And I'm just kind of, like, fucking sick. Like, I'm bored of it. That sounds I'm bad, so I guess. Bored. It's like so 2019. Like, I'm over it. Like, the trend is boring to me. Oh, that's very funny. That's a funny way to put it. I guess I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with that to an extent, honestly. But I just... No, I, I'll say this. I'm, I'm really over hearing and talking about it because that's exactly what the creators wanted. You know what I mean? Every go time, off, go off, um, Every time we see this pattern of like, okay... Uh, we're this elite group of UN people and we're trying to get this legislation uh, passed in order to control and also monitor masses like um, not only very quickly but also on a very like mask scale and so they're like all right what are we going to do okay we're going to release this uh, this thing and people are going to have cold-like, pneumonia-like symptoms, and we're going to do false testing, and we're going to create havoc through the news because we know that so many people listen to that outlet. We've seen this pattern over and over and over again, and as soon as this epidemic really hits people and it becomes, you know, this household name, this household conversation topic, it's like, oh, uh, look at this, everybody. We have this solution. How strange. We just pulled it out of our ass, out of thin air. Um, hopefully this works. And it's similar with the anthrax attacks. It's similar with 9-11. It's, we, we see it every few years. Um, it's like mass hysteria. We have a solution. Create mass hysteria. Oh, look at this. We have a solution. And it's that over and over and over again. And it's exhausting and, yeah, boring as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, th- that is a reason why I think it's boring, but also it's just boring because, like, I was thinking about this the other day. I, I was telling some friends about it, but it's like, I feel like I'm going crazy and, like, everyone's going fucking crazy because there's, like, no distractions happening right now because everything's shut down because of this disease. So, like, escapism has been really limited. There are, like, some bands who are still releasing new stuff because it was, like, made a long time ago. But, like, if this continues up for, like, the whole summer or, like, into the fall, like, who fucking knows when we're going to be, like, allowed back outside or whatever the fuck. But, like, there's not going to be, like, new TV shows, new movies, like, sports are canceled. And I know that that's, like, a funny thing to, like, bring up and kind of, like, complain about. But that's such a big part of, like, most Americans, let alone, like, people of the world's, like, life. Like, we've been super, like, conditioned to give a shit about what's in movie theaters and what's on the radio and sports, like the cults surrounding sports teams or even sports themselves, that now that that's been like pulled away from a lot of people, like people don't know what the fuck to do. So they just like compulsively like watch TV or like listen to the radio (laughs) or do whatever, but it's all like Corona stuff 
or it's like all political stuff and it's like no one's nothing new is happening so everyone's just reporting on the same shit like over Europe. and over oh. and over and over again Listen to this shit. I was watching the B movie like two nights ago because I think it's hilarious. I love watching like Pixar, DreamWork, Disney. Is that kid the Woody Allen and, like, movie? No, <laughs> no. Um, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. Which one was the Woody B Allen? Movie? Oh wait, did he like wait, do no, something was with that? that? Ants or Bugs Life? Wasn't Woody Allen in? Oh, that was. I believe that was Bugs Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The B movie came out in two thousand and seven. Oh yes, I know. B movie was when they tried to resurrect the genre of animated bugs. I really yeah, want them it. to to resurrect the genre of like the talking animals that like when we had like Airbud <laughs> yeah. stuff, but then like I mean, we had the cats movie. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> For my birthday this year, I was actually really upset because my original plan was to get mushrooms and go see cats in the movie in the movie theater. That was my yeah. Oh my but god, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna trip and go see it. We couldn't find mushrooms, so we went to the aquarium instead. But Oh that's that's cute. But anyway, I was watching the movie the other night and I was like I don't know if you've ever seen it or if any of our listeners have ever seen the B movie. I recommend it. I recommend sitting down with your occult uh goggles on and really analyzing it. But at some point, basically the bees um and the humans can communicate, and the bees figure out um, that humans are, like, consuming their honey and taking it for profit, and the bees aren't really receiving anything from that. And so uh, they sue the human race. All the bees sue the human race. And the bees' economy collapses because there's nothing to do, and they were all conditioned and pre-programmed to just work, 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 work. And so as soon as their economy collapsed, like, they were, like, lazy and lethargic and bored out of their minds. And they're like, I don't know what to do. I was just born to work and then die. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this is what we're showing kids right now. And it's just really relevant to what's going on right now because no one – well, that's not true. A lot of people in my neighborhood at least are gardening and farming and at least, like, I'm using my time wisely. I hope everyone else is too um, – this is like a time to meditate and process because I very strongly believe if you've listened to our podcasts before, you know that I'm um, under the strong impression that our reality is inside of us. So we always say, oh, you know, I wish that wage slavery wasn't a thing anymore. I wish I could demolish uh capitalism. And honestly, we're, we're kind of seeing that in real time and, um, not that I'm Christian, but growing up, my, my dad would always say, you know, all of your answers will be prayer or all of your prayers will be answered, just not in the way you think. And I've always like really kept that in my heart because I don't know, I believe that. I think that we're very powerful, especially like Zero and I, we share like a very common power and a very common like magical connection where we know um, how to kind of rule what's around us. And I feel like people are kind of tapping into that power right now. And it's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. That was just like a side tangent. I just want to be positive because our last, the episode we recorded before this was fucking bleak, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens when we, we've just been talking about a lot of fucking heavy topics. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It It's always funny researching like stuff for the show. Like even when I'm like not like actively like writing stuff down, like I'll just like have like the tabs open on my phone and stuff. And especially like this week, like, cause I'm still going into work. Like I'm still working. I'm an essential right. worker. Same. Yeah. I'm working. I'm an essential worker too. <laughs> 
so like I have to like still go in and like like I'm like out of the house. Like the only time I get out of the house now is like to go to work or like I go to the store sometimes. But um, mm-hmm. like if I'm at work and like if we were dead or whatever, like I'll just be on my phone and then like I'll just still have tabs up from like all this stuff. So I'll be like kind of looking at this shit like all day. And especially this week, we were talking about like disease stuff and a lot of it. That I was kind of looking at, even though I didn't really express it in the like time allotted on the episode, is kind of like what society does when these diseases are kind of ripping through, you know? And so you start to think about like, fuck, like I can't even imagine what it would have been like back in the day, like during a smallpox outbreak. You know what I mean? Because like all the stuff with Corona is like it's the invisible enemy and we're waging war and we're shutting yeah. shit down and like all this yeah. stuff. And like I don't know like the hard numbers on like like what scale you rate like um infect in what well, I don't even know how infectiveness in like if it's if something is very infectious, like how do you rate like the level of how infectious something is? I don't know what the term for that would be. Infectivity. I don't yeah. know. They make up words. We can too. Infectiveness and I don't know what the fuck, but like, I don't know how infective this disease is, like, on, like, any type of, like, scale, like, a 1 to 10 type of thing. But I can imagine that it's not as infective as, or infectious as, like, smallpox, right? Or even, like, fucking AIDS. Although, like, the transmission is different, but, I don't, you know, like, like contact, you know, specific or whatever. But, like, right, the whole right. point is, like, I can't imagine, like, right now, like, arguably, like, in recorded history, like, we're probably in, like, the best time. Like I like I hate what's going on right now, and I like hate a lot of everything that's happening. But like, if you look at like the general standard of living, like in the year twenty twenty, like it's fucking astronomically better, like unimaginably better than life in even like nineteen hundred, let alone like eighteen or seventeen hundred, right? So you look yeah. at the, these the times back then were like just life would have been so different, like just so shitty comparatively. And civilization made it through smallpox and made it through anthrax and made it through the fucking plague and stuff. And then it's funny how people now are like with COVID, like I get that it's a it's a thing, but it's really not that deadly compared to a lot of these other diseases. But everyone's acting like we're in a fucking smallpox outbreak right now. And it's just very interesting to see how people are reacting with their houses that are off the grid and they can still be connected during quarantine through the internet and through television. And like, you know, like they only get in their car and they drive to the store like once a week, once every two weeks. Like, can you imagine being in a place that was having an active smallpox outbreak and then the only way for you to get water is to like walk two miles to get it from a fucking well where everybody else in your fucking town does like, I know that there are still people in like the third world or whatever. I hate that term, but who, who that's their reality every day. Like I'm not discounting that. Like even in 2020, like if there was a smallpox outbreak or something like Ebola type of shit going on in like somewhere in like Africa or like South America or somewhere in like, uh, like East Asia or some shit. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure that's just fucking terrifying and devastating. And it like, it shows like this weird disconnect with privilege that happens in like, Western society, I guess, like we have it so fucking good, but yet everyone's like acting so bad and like they're just not doing the shit. But then like, I feel like if you look at like poor or like shittier places, like they react way better to shit like this because like 
they're not like they're used to it, but it's just like, yeah, like shit's real out here. Like death is something yeah. that we face all the time. So like, well, once again, like we're as 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 Americans, right? As like that label or title, our our team name, um, we're literally told and taught how to react and respond to events. So right now, we're seeing on the news, toilet paper is gone. So then, of course, and it's not gone. It's it's not fucking gone, <laughs> you know. But people are going to respond and then react the way that they are told to, um, and. And we've seen this time and time again as well. I think that like throughout this whole entire nonsense, um, I I very strongly believe like just live by example. You know, I'm not letting it affect me. I haven't been panicked. I don't. I'm not scared. I'm not fearful. Um, like you were saying, like in third world countries and like even in, in parts of America where people intentionally live off grid. Um, they they just know that death is a part of life. Like this is a very metaphysical occurrence that we are experiencing right now. Um, but also like Bill Gates, let's talk about that motherfucker and how he's like been wanting something like this to happen for the longest time and how he's just like, oh, this is my time to shine. Yo, did you fucking hear on Netflix he has like this documentary and it has nothing to do with his beliefs, his politics, his personal life. It's basically just a huge fucking PR campaign commercial for Bill Gates to make him look like a good guy. Because I don't know if people remember, but he had to step down from Microsoft as like CEO or whatever. Um, when, you know, there were, whistle there were whistleblowers on his ass. Um, being like, okay, Bill Gates is trying to like rule the world. And he's like, oh, no, 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 I'm a great guy. I just want to vaccinate everybody and like depopulation. Um, uh, that, uh, uh. Just some numerology interest, if anyone's curious about how deep I really go. So, first of all, Bill and Gate, right? So, etymology lesson a bill is something like a legislation that is passed um, in order to control people, in order to implement rules on a mass scale. And gate is, you know, a, a portal, a door, something that is an entrance, but also an exit. Um, and then if you take all of the, um, oh, also G8, so gate. If you also take all of the letters in Bill Gate, it creates the number eight, which I find is just like fascinating <laughs> because I don't know. It's like that infinity. Yo, these motherfuckers believe in magic. You don't have to believe me. You can think I sound crazy, but if they believe in it and they think that it controls reality, then you know that they're going to use uh, as many examples as possible. And they're going to try to scare people as much as possible in order um, to create as much chaos magic as possible to uh, complete their will. Some Crowley shit. Zero knows some stuff about this. Yeah, the Crowley stuff. I don't really give a shit about Bill Gates. I don't follow that motherfucker. Okay, okay, okay. Me either. Yeah, fuck Bill Gates. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like that was... No, I mean, go off. Like, do your thing. That He's just always one that I never really cared about because, like, it's always been super obvious that he's kind of like a Lex Luthor type of dude. So, yeah, like, that's yeah, not yeah, one yeah, that's, like, is very interesting to me because it's like, oh, you don't say one of the richest dudes is, like, a weird piece of shit, you know? Yeah. He's been popping up a lot um, on the internet. It's been so funny, dude, because there are 
so many people right now who are just like stuck in their house. They're not fucking doing anything. <laughs> yeah. And they don't know how to fucking entertain themselves, you know? Yeah. So they're just on the fucking internet, but they're on like the weirdo conspiracy fringe internet. So like the Christian pseudoscience, well, like that, but also just like general conspiracy theory stuff. Like I can't tell you how many people I know personally who are like pretty much in their fucking thirties who are just now like getting into like fucking watching like YouTube videos about the Illuminati and stuff. Shut like, up. Like very like weird, like middle school, like early high school, like dude, the like, conspiracy theories are kind of legit. Like there's a lot yeah. of people who are like taking this time to like now as an adult, like some with children to like, like just start spending <laughs> their time, like being like curious about this. or just looking it up. And so it's just been so fucking funny because there's people there's people who have been posting a lot about politics who I didn't really think were like political or people expressing their political views that were kind of surprising. But also there's people who were like sharing and talking about conspiracy theory stuff now. Wow, that's cool. It's interesting. It's unfortunate though because it's when, like when you first start looking into this stuff and you're kind of just like, the Illuminati runs everything. And then that's kind of like where you leave it. It's like, all right, but then who are you talking about? And like, what do you mean? Because you're just like, Kind of just, like, reciting stuff that you, you see from, like, people who aren't really, like, getting in anything, aren't really, like, researching that much. But so yeah. many people have been like, dude, Corona and 5G, is it a coincidence? I don't know. You oh be the God. judge of that. Yo, that's 5G shit. <laughs> and it's just so fucking funny because they're taking it super seriously and they're, like, getting all worked up. And then, like, there's so there's, like, people who aren't conspiracy-minded, right? And they're posting shit that's, like, Oh no, guys! Have you ever heard of this movie Zeitgeist? Like some of this shit's kind of <laughs> weird. Like I never really thought about that. Like my mind got blown last night. I haven't been smoking weed that much, but with Corona, I just like smoked weed and watched this movie. And then you see like their normie friends online who were like, "Whatever, Derek, you're fucking stupid. This shit isn't real, man." And then it's just like normies fighting about conspiracy theory stuff, and it's so funny to like. Just see this shit happening and like, oh. like it just sounds like like a conversation you had like with your parents when you were in like when seventh I was grade. Like seventh grade. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with like politics stuff too because there's so many people who were like, "Man, maybe the government isn't my friend and we should try something different." <laughs> and then it's people just posting like these very basic like breakdowns of like the Communist Manifesto or something like that. And Guys, then you just see like people, these people called like the Rothschilds, yeah. and they like. You even did you even like know that like the Illuminati has like thirteen bloodlines and like one plus three equals four and like like bro yeah dude so like oh, money doesn't really fucking fun. mean anything because like the gold standard you know it's like that kind of <laughs> shit popping up all the fucking time and just watching all these like normies fight each other it's so fucking funny like that's probably my favorite yeah. thing that's happened from all the corona but, like, the stuff interesting the interesting reflection like in you saying that like the metaphysical aspect that i see like the mere aspect that i see in that is that there are all these people like the inner child of everybody is kind of coming out right now like now that work isn't like the most important thing anymore people are kind of like reverting back to whatever interested them or whatever like piqued their curiosity and it's it, I don't know once again I'm such an optimist sun is the optimist zero is the the pessimist here but I'm, but I don't know I, I think it's really cool because um people are finally starting to like uh question and even if that's like a necessary step of them being like fighting each other like I don't know people 
like I told you, a lot of my friends have been like, oh, son, uh, remember when you told me you're into conspiracy theories? Like, what do you think is going on right now? I'm like, bro, one, I'm not your teacher. But two, I find it very interesting that like people are kind of becoming privy. Is that the word? People are yeah. kind of uh, like like uh, understanding a little bit more about what's going on. So yeah, I clown on people, yo, you know, I clown on people, but I think it's like really cool that people are like asking questions. Even some of my friends who are just like wildly, like if you're an anti-vaxxer, you deserve to fucking die. But like the same people are like, I wonder if like what's going on is a hoax. I'm like, yes. And continue your mm-hmm. thought. Like, yeah. let's Ask some more questions. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. It's, I mean, like, it's, it's cool that people are getting into this stuff, and I'm like kind of happy that that this is happening. I'm worried that it's not going to stick. Mm. Like, I think that once sure. sports and movies start happening again, and people get kind of knocked back into that grind. But this is like a, a fun thing to think about because, and I, I hope that if you know, I know this is a Patreon episode, we don't have any Patreon subscribers at the moment, but like, if. I mean, you know, let's be real about it. But like, um, with all it, my listeners, <laughs> all all the listeners who aren't real. Um, but like, if people think about that, like, and what we're talking about, like, once they don't have all of this societal stuff breathing down their neck, and they don't have to go to work, and they're not, you know, engaging in this escapism through going to bars and eating fast food and falling asleep and watching TV and watching sports and stuff, and now what are they doing? They're becoming like more engaged at least like intellectually with politics or like becoming more mm. engaged intellectually mm. with like uh conspiracy stuff, metaphysical stuff, maybe even religious stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like they're mm-hmm. they're starting to sort of explore these other avenues of ways to to spend their time. Like mm-hmm. when I see people expressing like what they're doing during their quarantine time. Like when I see people who are like saying like, oh I've rearranged my apartment. I started gardening. Like I'm going to teach myself how to play piano. Like I'm going to start reading these books. Everything that people's talking about is all stuff that like people with like depression and anxiety. Like this is just like a depression weekend for me. Extended, you know? Because it's just like Real. what do you do when you're having like those weird fucking weekends or those weird weeks where you just stay in the house. It's like you stay in the house and you just play fucking video games and you read and then you get fucking bored and so you like go to Lowe's and you like buy a plant. You know, you like, you do that kind of stuff. You're like, you're like this, I'm going to start working out every fucking day, bro. And then as soon as you feel good enough to go outside, you stop working out every day. Like it's, it's very funny because people are just like living, the extroverts are living out like an introverted life right now and they don't know how to fucking Mm. handle it. But then all the introverts are like, yeah, dude, this is, like, fine. Like, I I do this I normally understand. every day. So they're, like, way more equipped now. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But it's interesting to see if once things go back to normal, if people are going to continue to, like— Like, I've seen so many fucking people also who were like, I know how to cook now. Or, like, I've read more books in this two weeks than I have in the past two years. And it's like, dude, like— This is kind of how it should be. And, like, I hope that some people will at least take part of this when things go back to normal. Because, I mean— Things yeah. won't go back to normal. There is no. Yeah, no. I mean, that- but, but they won't go back to normal because they keep telling us that it won't go back to normal, right? So, like, word is reality. Logos, the the word of God. Um, what I'm fearful of is that one, people are going to, you know, delve into conspiracies. Um, like their inner eighth grader is going to be like, "Wow, bro, check this shit out." But like, what we're seeing right now is like mass competition. And like mm-hmm. mass, um, 
like this primal animalistic behavior that's kind of coming out in people. Um, and so I think what I've been most fearful of is people not using their time wisely. And I guess what I mean by that is like not healing all the way. I don't know. I, I don't know. I like don't have fear though. Also, I know that's me sounding like a fucking, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, but <laughs> I just don't have fear. Like I have a lot of faith. <laughs> don't shake your head at me. I see you. But, um, but yeah, going back to like, you know, bio warfare and bioterrorism, um, it's, it's so much more than just the biological aspect. It's a psychological aspect as well. There's psychological terror, psychological warfare, and, um, that is just as efficient and effective as bioterrorism and bio warfare. Um, if, if not more effective because we are affecting the mind and mm -hmm. if you are affecting a metaphysical plane. Um, so, you know, back in the 1940s and on, uh, there was a doctor who was um, working for the CIA and for Germany as well. And he was working on the gateway experiments. And what the gateway experiments entailed was, okay, let me uh, hone in on your left and right hemispheres of your mind. And if you are able to do so effectively, then you can astral project and you can kind of um, lucid dream in a sense, lucid living, and you can control whatever reality you see in front of you. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the interesting thing with this research that I did um, on biowarfare was there was, um, there was this dude, Dr. Mick, Mikan Eagle. I don't really know how to pronounce his name, but if spell you go it. Just to spell it, spell it out. Yeah, yeah, I will. It's M C M O N E A G L E, which I think is an alias because Mick Eagle stands for something else in occultism. But if you go to mickeagle.com uh, forward slash blog forward slash long dash ago dash website forward slash, um, there was this person, Michael Kinch, and this is me deep digging, right? So I'm like in the comments of this 2006 blog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, this Mick Eagle dude uh, was working uh, with this university and um, shit, what was it called? I forgot what the university was called, but you can still watch their videos um, on YouTube. And it was, a, it was a university in which you could learn how to use the gateway experiments and the hypnosis to link both of your, uh, your mind hemispheres. And this person was like, Hey man, I used to work with you back in the day. I've got a picture with us. Anyway, I have his phone number and I think I'm going to call him tonight. <laughs> Cause that's just like where I'm at right now. <laughs> but anyway, I guess what I was trying to say is if these people who are hiring you know, these programs, these funded agencies have billions of dollars. A lot of us listening and speaking cannot even fathom that many zeros at all. It just doesn't even really make any sense to me. But if you if you take that into perspective and be like, okay, all of these scientists, all of these corporations are receiving and being funded by that amount of money to research psychosis, to research hypnosis, to research um, these gateway experiments and like how much truth is there in them and can I harness those abilities and I think that's kind of like where I'm at with people because like yeah the shit that's going on right now it is fucking scary I had a panic attack a couple of nights ago and I was like this is it I'm gonna die right now <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't because I knew that it was just like life testing me and I just I really understand what's going on and 
I don't know. I just I want people to understand their own power, which is why we started this podcast in the first place. Yeah, that's yeah. me. I don't know. I'm just you know whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> You're good, man. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. I don't know. I researching this was it. This was a. The last couple ones we've done have been, like, really depressing because they've been a lot about, like, victimizing yeah. innocent people and shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really get into a lot of, like, bioterrorism because I didn't feel like getting into a lot of, like, terrorist stuff. Right. But, like, that... Bioterrorism is a funny thing if you if you look at, like, how Hollywood, which is obviously rated the government, CIA, all that bullshit, how they portray, like, bioterrorism and biowarfare in movies and stuff... And so it's always interesting because it's always, like, some rich dude or some, like, crazy guy who, like, gets a bunch of money and he buys these scientists, like, state-of-the-art equipment and then either outright tells them what to do or, like, figures out how to make it and has them each do one component of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the idea is to, like make a chemical bomb and then auction it off to the first country or it is to get back at a certain government for something or get back at a nation state or whatever the fuck and then like some American dude or some white guy comes in and saves the fucking day. Right. And it's so funny because it's it's just like a classic tactic that you'll see over and over again with a lot of these like the media companies that you know are in bed with a lot of stuff involving like defense and air quotes is the they tell you that these things exist, but then they lie about their application and lie about the authors of these programs. So, like, in these movies, it's always, like, dudes with, like, Eastern European accents, or and they're just, like, you know, doing crazy shit, and then they want to destroy America, they want to destroy, you know, some Western power, and they want to, you know, hack the system or whatever the fuck. But, like, if you look at it, most of the people who are developing a lot of these crazy, like, weaponized biological agents are like pharmaceutical. They're either companies that are funded or working in tandem with Western nations or they're just straight up Western nations in and of themselves with the exclusion of Russia, which I mean, it's on the, it's an Eastern country, but I mean like they're a Western country in, in action for the most part, especially since the wall came down. Um, maybe even before yeah. then that's for another time, but like, <clears throat> that's something that I always find is like very, very interesting about when like the main media or people like sneak the truth into everything, but they distort it just enough to where like you're familiar with the concept, but then you think like that shit only happens in movies and it's always this other way around. So like, I don't got to worry about that. Like the people who are making a lot of these biological agents and the people who are researching into how to make them more effective and to make them more deadly, it's always military Mm -hmm. stuff and it's always going to be connected to a fucking government. And a lot of times it's it's things where it's like these companies that are like like Bayer Medicine. Like there's all these like companies that are involved with like very, very innocent, you know, medicines and applications and stuff. But the other shit that they do is like government funded work with like vaccines and diseases and shit. You know? Yep. And and so that's that's something that that is very interesting to consider when you think about like diseases and their cures and stuff. It's like it's all fucking government people doing this shit. For different reasons, and then yeah. you know, like you said earlier, where it's like a disease comes out, and then a vaccine comes out. It's like they have all this shit in like a warehouse. Whether or not it becomes, you know, introduced to the public as a disease is, is debatable. Like if it's on purpose or by accident, you know, naturally yeah. occurring or whatever. But then there's always going to yeah. be like 
There's a there's a cure for all this shit, and then they're trying to figure out how to make money off of it, or to be like, well, we got a disease out there, like, eh, let's let it kill some people, and then we'll see what happens. Like, I haven't liked China for a while, so let's see if it'll fuck up their trade stuff. But if it gets too bad, like, we'll we'll figure it out. But just you know, let us do its thing for a while. We'll get rid of some poor people, and then we'll we'll jump back in. You know. Yeah, dude, it's so fucking crazy. So I've been I've been into herbalism for a long, long, long time. And my ancestors have been into herbalism. I have a lot of friends and like loved ones who are into this. And I think that um, in the beginning of a lot of my conspiracy research, when I was like, you know, what we were saying, like sixth, seventh grade, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been we've been doing this stuff. We've been really into it. Um, all I see is, OK, uh with without sounding I'm going to I'm going to try to link my hippy dippy bullshit with like my biochem bullshit <laughs> and be like look um our um, immune systems are are actually incredibly resilient um we have built immunity to ancestral diseases such as smallpox like we talked about on our previous episode go check it out <laughs> and <laughs> and um you know there are so many um herbs that literally just like pull out toxins and remove free radicals Mm -hmm. from the body. And, and, um, I think it's very interesting too, that if, if we had more empathy in this world, we could step back and be like, Oh, interesting. This plant does X, Y, and Z to this molecular system in my, in my body. Um, maybe I should take it more seriously. And I think that's kind of what's going on right now, but yeah, it is all just a money game. Um, I wish that I, I want people to, in their, in their current conspiracy sixth grade research that's going on right now on Facebook, I want people to follow the money. I want people to see that vaccine corporations receive billions, if not trillions, um, annually in sales of, of immunizations. And uh, what this means for the public is that not only do we now have this odd resistance to something that's foreign from our bodies, because we do, we get sick as soon as we get a, a vaccine shot and the doctors say, oh, no, 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 you have to get sick. That's a part of, uh, that's a part of getting healthy. You introduce it into your when system, actuality, dude, and you get, you get an immunity to it. <laughs> yeah, you just, it just happens. When in actuality, if you drink um, chaparral or chaga or uh, lemon ball, like any of these herbs, I could go on and on about this, but um, you, you, your immunity is built up. Um, if, if you just like rub some dirt on your damn hands, that is better than Germex because um, similar to being born um, like through the vaginal cavity, we receive a lot of bacteria that we need to survive. Um, we receive ancestral bacteria from our mom's womb Um, so if we become, and this is what I was saying also in the previous episode is we have been kind of tricked into thinking that there's a, um, that sterility equals cure. And that's Mm -hmm. actually not the case. Um, because the more sterile you are, the more you have to fight for immunity. And well, that's the thing that's happening now, not to cut you off super hard, but like people are. Saying that, like, you need to not be fucking washing your hands all the goddamn time and disinfecting yeah. everything all the goddamn time because you're killing all the fucking antibodies and everything. And you're just like, you're fucking up your immune system because, like, you Yo. gotta have fucking diseases around. You gotta have, like, have that shit in there. If not, you're like, you're killing the good, the good stuff and the bad mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was I was on the phone with my with my primos the other night. I was on the phone with my cousins and uh, one of my cousins, you know, we were kind of joking and we were like, yo, you got to wash. Did you wash your hands today? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but did you wash your hands? I just need to make <laughs> sure. Like, did you Germex? You just got to carry like at least like this thing of Germex on you and you'll be good. Exactly. Like, bro, what? And like all of logic has just become like thrown out of the window, which is very interesting to me, too, because if you go to the grocery store, right, um, in Costco or in Sam's Club, which Sam Walton is someone that I would love to get into. <laughs> but anyway, if you go to like any of these, yeah, I know. If you get into any of these larger uh, supermarket market, superstores, um, they have these glass panels that the cashiers stand behind while they're checking you out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, so... You, you use your hands to touch your face and your hair and everything else, but and you can touch my grocery bags, but but you can't. You have to have a glass panel in front of you, like that. <laughs> like all logic has gone out the window because bacteria does not work that way. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Like right now, I'm talking. I'm using my hands, right? So if someone was across from me right now, even if there was a glass panel in front of us. Everything is still airborne. Everything is still on my hands. You know, bacteria doesn't travel the way that we're taught. And because our education system is run by a bunch of people that are trying to brainwash us, we are going to very quickly um, believe whatever is told to us because we're scared. And we're like, our government will take care of us. We just got to listen to them. And that it, that just like simply isn't the case. And that hasn't been the case for a really long time. And I feel like, honestly, a lot of people are waking up to that fact but yeah, I just think it's just like so funny. Like, yo, did you wash your hands today? Are you being sterile? Like, bro, that doesn't that does not matter <laughs> at all. No, yeah, uh, it's it's been interesting with my job because I like I you know I I'm in yeah. transportation type of delivery stuff, and like mm-hmm. the amount of people that I see every day has diminished by I mean fucking ninety percent, ninety five percent. Like, everything mm-hmm. that I'm doing now is, like, there's a box outside my door and take it to this place and put it in the box outside of that door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, And, right. like, honestly, like, I don't give a fuck because I don't really want to talk to anybody anyway, and it makes my job a lot easier because, like, I'm not dealing with people on either end of it. It's, right. like, just I'm just, like, doing dead drops all day, basically, which is, Real. like, fucking chill. But it is very interesting because there are, like, the people who, like, I will kind of have to engage with, and it's, like through a screen door but like they won't open up the actual door and like i get that but also it's like there's no case in between us so like the air mm-hmm. still comes in and out type of shit and then like there will be people and like i you know like if i believe this is a big deal or not a big deal it doesn't really matter for my job it's like i have to mm-hmm. like do the shit where you know like i don't mm-hmm. i wear the gloves and the mask and whatever the fuck and like <laughs> but i'll like you know, I'll put stuff on your porch and then I'll knock on the door, I'll ring the doorbell, I'll honk or whatever, and then I'll just fucking get out of there because, like, I don't want to fucking hang out on your porch. And so many people will just, like, come out, like, without gloves, without masks, and, like, just pick up the shit that I have and bring it inside. And, like, with the current reports, it's, like, porous materials, like, to an extent, are, like, not going to hold it as long as hard materials, but they still can hold it for 24 hours, like, on cardboard and paper and stuff like that, right? Cool. Right. So there's people who are, like, getting them from me and, like, you know, I, I do my best to keep stuff, like, clean, not sterile, but, like, clean, you know, on like, while I'm yeah. at work, at least. Just because yeah, I don't, yeah. 
I don't want other people to get sick because of me if I believe this is a big deal or not. You know, I would feel shitty if, you know, something happened. Either, you know, any way you want to look at it. And also, like, for my job, I have to. So at least, like, for posturing sake, like, I have to go through these motions, you know? Yeah. And so many people make such a big deal about, like, put it on the porch. Don't fucking try to talk to me. Like, don't engage me. Don't do this and that. And it's like, cool, I, will. I don't want to anyways, but I won't. <laughs> And then I'll drop it off, and then, like, the people will, like, come outside and try to meet me on the porch and try to talk to me and, like, not use gloves and all this shit. And it's just, like, dude, be consistent. Like, if you don't give a fuck about this, then, like, don't give me a 15-minute spiel over the phone when you're taking this order as to, like, the safety precautions at the second location when I get there. And it's, like, you guys are, like, open mouth kissing me when I show up. Like, just— Right, right, right. one way or the other. Like, and it's just so funny <laughs> yeah. how that how that shit's been breaking down. But— you mentioned a good a good thing to kind of slowly wrap up on, which was people wanting the government to save them. And I think that that idea has been manufactured a lot from like disaster media and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because something that we en- we mentioned in the normal episode it was like the Patriot Act and how that came about after the anthrax attacks of 9-11 as well as, or the anthrax attacks of 2001 plus 9-11. Because they were literally a week apart. And, you know, because... What the fuck is that? Is that a car? It was a car outside. I'm sorry. My windows are thin. No, no, no. It's fine. It sounded like someone was just moving a table. (laughs) But, like... Oh, no. (laughs) It was a vehicle. um, But, like, with, with, like, the amount of control that was taken by the government under the guise of protecting us from terrorism the same exact shit is going to happen after this COVID stuff. And you're already seeing it now. They're trying to introduce new legislation where they're tracking people's cell phones and getting more into the cell phone data type of stuff. The idea being that they want to catch people who are gathering in illegal numbers, right? Yeah. And and so they're trying to like track everybody's phone all the goddamn time, but they can already get into your phone because of fucking previous Patriot Act type of stuff. So what you're going to be seeing... And a side note is um, a Faraday case is a case that you can put your digital devices in and radio signals don't get in or out. You can also do this by putting your phone in the refrigerator. But, yes, um, exactly. A lot of people are starting to make and buy Faraday cases and shit because they don't want to be fucking tracked. What will happen if this stuff goes through, which it will go through, companies will be able to track you using your cell phone data or your your IP through your laptop or your your tablet or whatever or your fucking smartwatch everybody's fucking connected now they will be able to pinpoint your Sponsored location by express vpn sorry i'm just kidding yeah right they'll be able <laughs> to track you from all the shit that you have that plugs in right yeah and through the yeah. patriot act they'll be able to fucking get into your shit and now that everything has a microphone and everything has a fucking camera they can pull data that's saved on your devices, and also they can just tap in live at any point, you know? Yep. And it's one of those funny things where you laugh at people, and I laugh at people who have, like, the tape over their fucking, over the the camera on their phone, and, like, people who, like, um, have their shit in airplane mode all the time, where they have, like, a phone that they do this and a phone that they do that on. Yeah. But this is something that is going to greatly enhance the government's, you know, ability to intrude on your personal life. This is going to fucking happen. Yep. Every time there's a big event like this, they pull they pull rank and they pull power and they they yes. you know, they use this as an opportunity to get 
stuff done that they've been trying to pass for a very long time. They tried to pass similar things like this. Republicans had attempted to pass similar things to what will be passed post-corona or even during corona. They, they mm-hmm. tried to pass the stuff starting, it really got big in 2016 when there were all the protests around Donald Trump's election when they got, um, what, uh, J20 and the anarchists who who they said yeah, were fucking yeah, up yeah. D.C. and shit when they really tried to go after uh, Antifa as leftist mm-hmm. thugs or whatever the fuck they, you know, whatever they were saying that they were, um, which is actually funny because I know one person who was involved in J20. So do I. I think we both know similar people that were involved in that. But right. the person that I know might have been the reason why they got caught or something. I've heard, yeah. I've heard shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about this not while we're recording, but like, regardless, like after that happened, like there was a lot of uh, legislation that was being talked about trying to be introduced where they could track people's phones and get into your phones. They thought that you were like into, you know, revolutionary politics or like they thought that you were a domestic terrorist. That was a lot of the scary stuff that um, was about to happen. You know, like that was allegedly about to happen like years ago when they wanted to name um, Antifa a terrorist organization because then, yeah. you know, under law, if since Antifa isn't an organization that has like actual like members, like there's no like membership of it, it's an it's like an idea and not like an actual group. You can't prove that you're part of this group, so you can't disprove that you're part of this group. And then as such, yeah. they could take you to Guantanamo and stuff like that. So they've already tried to sort of infringe on civil liberties in the sense of like, we want to be able to get in your phone, we want to be able to fucking track your phone. And it didn't fucking work before with the Antifa or terrorist thing, so then now you're seeing pretty much the same shit again, only it's no longer like, we think you're a terrorist, so we're going to track your phone. Now it's, we think you might be congregating in places where you're not supposed to because we don't want to spread this disease anymore. So we're going to get into your phone now and figure out what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, um, exactly. So we always see this pattern of like, your government is trying to protect you. Uh, now you have to listen to us and now we're going to spy on you. So a couple years ago, I think it was 2018 actually, um, I think it was New York Times or The Guardian was like, conspiracy theorists are 75 times more likely to be involved in illegal activity or some 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 absolute bs um and they obviously do that a lot right just like these um bio weapons were used on protesters and um they were used on a lot of people that were like anti-government spying on us mm-hmm. um it's, it's always going to be used i i will like side note whoever is listening um, I recommend getting a Proton VPN. You can get a, a free email and one um, device free for a VPN. Um, I've, I've, I'm kind of one of those those loons <laughs> that has my phone on airplane mode that has the you know bandaid over my camera. Um, I don't know. I just like I think it's important to stay safe. Um, but also, I want to touch on the fact that like. During the 40s and even in 1949, um, the U.S. Army released this airborne agent. All Well, actually, and that was like up – so the 50s through the 60s. Um, and it was this bacteria that was released into the air and only select individuals. I think it was like only white males between the ages of like 20 and 50 were affected by it. Um, and it was like poor – I think it was like Irish Americans or something that were affected by it. But I don't know, man. It's just – 
we keep seeing this over and over again, and I want people to kind of wake up to the fact that your your government is not here to parent you. They're here to surveil you in order to make sure that you are becoming docile and compliant and listening to their every word in order for them to kind of uh, achieve whatever agenda that it is that they're trying to achieve. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. You really said it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you said it all. Thank you. I appreciate that. Finally, someone recognizes that I've yeah. said it all. Um, but you just said it all. You know everything. I said yeah. it all. I know everything. But you'll you'll find these like actual like material physical events, and you also have uh, like false flag events, and they all have the same fucking thing where it's all just in order to get power or to throw up some distractions, right? So, yeah. like with 9-11 stuff and like with the crash of 2008 stuff, like whenever there's these big events that go down, years later people find out all of the different legislation and business stuff that went on while everyone was looking the other way, right? Mm-hmm. So one mm-hmm. of the biggest things that you'll see from mid-tier conspiracy people when something crazy goes down, the first question is, I wonder what's actually happening right now. Because while all the news, you know, agencies are covering corona stuff, that means they're not covering other shit. So, like, what else is going on yeah. right now that everyone is too busy with corona to cover? Yep. Right? And so, you know, mark my fucking words, like, some crazy shit is going to be exposed as to have, you know, been been gone down, like, while everyone mm-hmm. was locked inside and watching TV. And and this is what happens time and time again, and it will happen, you know, every other time. And if you look online, it's very easy to find a lot of these things from like the 70s and the 80s and especially the 90s where people make theoretical outlines as to here's what the government will do in order to take control. Like here's how they will do it. Here is the most logical way for them to to take away civil liberties. And right, you like – I understand that they are silly and that some of it is very silly and it's a lot, paranoid and it's tinfoil hatty and it's all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true, 100%. But you look at it and so much of it is like spot the fuck on and so much of it is stuff that like it's so common sense that you just kind of need to read it in order for you to register like, oh yeah, that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Like that would happen. And then it does happen and it happens all the goddamn time. Every time yeah. there's one of these events, every time there's a 9-11 type of thing or a proto-9-11 or a pandemic or an epidemic or, a, you know, just like a new disease on the horizon, there's a specific formula and there's steps. And it it's very chronological. It's very easy to follow. And they always happen the same way. There's always a rumor of some crazy shit and then the thing happens and then they don't know if it's going to be a big deal and then all of a sudden it's a fucking huge deal and everyone needs to freak the fuck out and everyone tries to politicize it and they try to, there's people who say it's not a big deal and there's people who say that it's a huge deal and Mm -hmm. you get purposefully confused so you don't know who to believe and you spend your whole time trying to analyze this barrage of information that's happening. And then eventually they're like, guys, it's cool. We got it under control. It's going to take this amount of time. So just like deal with us. Oh, by the way, you have to get vaccinations and we can get into your phones now. And if I want to come to your house, I can too. And you can't work that much. And the uh, interest on your loans just went up. Uh, but it's cool because we'll give you a little you bit of money piece, right now. Piece of- 
what is it, um, peaceably assemble anymore, which is like a really big right that's being revoked right now to people. That's one of the biggest things that you look at it on an international, on the international level. What was happening right before all this shit? There were so many different like movements and and unrest you know, scenarios were going down all around the fucking world. There was, oh my God, literally last year, the beginning of, uh, the beginning of last year, like January, February, uh, 2019, there were massive protests in Wuhan and and lots of parts of China because of the air quality, because corporations were experimenting on people. Oh my God. With like the airborne quality and like releasing stuff into the air. And now this happened. It's like how interesting it looks like things were beginning to surface and now we need some type of mass distraction so that people, you know, don't really become smart to the fact of what's really happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not optimistic about anything, but I, <laughs> as of right now, this is probably the best um, chance that we as a society have had to get people who normally don't fuck with this stuff to sort of pay attention to this kind of shit on any level. Just a second. You just cut out a little bit. All right. Are you there Um, now? One second. You just cut out. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yep. You're good now. Yeah. I mean, all Uh, I... Can can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Oh, (laughs) sick. Tight, dude. Um, But yeah, no, all I fucking said, I didn't really say that much. All I just said was like... the people like this is a time where like hopefully you'll be able to convince people in your life that like there's some shit going on and like you don't even have to go full hog and like full crazy with it like you can just if people are questioning what's going on or people have like weird theories like don't be dismissive just kind of be like yeah man like you ever think about this you ever think about that like don't go full like flat earth nutso on them but just right you know no but also like something that how interesting mm -hmm. blah 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 Yeah, yeah exactly yeah Oh, you think that's, yeah, have you ever thought about this way, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. the one thing, like the warning I'll pose that I've had to explain to people is like when you get into this stuff and you don't know what to expect, like it's very easy for you to be recruited into like nefarious organizations <laughs> and like into like nefarious like um, mm-hmm. modes of thought, you know. There's a lot of white nationalist stuff. There's a lot of anti-Semitic stuff. There's a lot of all like uh, anti-China stuff. Like a lot of like nationalist and ethno-nationalist and like jingoist propaganda is disseminated through conspiracy culture. And with the rise of people like getting into weird conspiracy theory stuff, it's there's also like a lot of rise in like nativism and like you know racist doctrines and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So that's always something to look out for when you see a bunch of people getting really into conspiracy theories. Is like, yeah. oh, I hope that you're in it, like because you're interested and not in it because now you're just gonna talk about like how the Jews are in control of everything. I know there's so much like Zionist propaganda. There's so much like Zeitgeist propaganda going on. It's very funny to me, honestly. But um, I was actually like deep diving into uh, what I was talking about, like the Gateway experiments last night, and um, Dr. Antelman <laughs> released a book that was like very pro-Jew, very like they're trying to kill us all. And there were some truths in it um, after reading the book, but there were also a lot of like anti-truths. And it is, it's very difficult. After having done this research for fucking over a decade, you know how to like kind of filter a lot of this out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would just say use rationale, use common sense, understand that 
Um, if there's a corporation that is for profit and they're working directly with agencies um, that have been granted immunity in the past, they're they're probably not looking out for you. They're probably not your homies. They're probably not like, oh, here, take this for your protection. It's not about that. And um, I don't know. I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt, too, um, because I am very empathetic. I'm very understanding. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's a great outlook. Have you looked at it this way? Mm Because perspective is everything. And once again, if you can control someone's perspective, you can also control the way they perceive their reality. And you uh, you can control and dictate and modify how they behave in response um, to their perceived reality. So there's a lot of, um, there's just a lot of interesting control going on right now, but there's also a lot of like loss of control and old powers being um, taken down as we speak, which is really beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on the other side of this because there's definitely a restructuring mm-hmm. happening and it it becomes that double-edged sword of like, we might be getting rid of these like old ways, but who's to say that the new ways are going to be any better? Like, I don't like this. Isn't me saying that we should continue to prop up systems that are already in place because that's fucking ridiculous. But like, that definitely mm-hmm. is something that goes through my head all the time. Where it's like, if shit, like, if shit, like, has to change, like, what the fuck's going to happen next? And like, I hope it's not worse because right. you right. always think it can't be worse and it always is worse or whatever. But, yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're like, we're like at time pretty much. Yeah, awesome. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, once again, we'll reiterate this <laughs> until we are dead. Uh, Cointelbros.transistor.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, and Google. Um, on Patreon, we are Cointelbros Media. Um, well, this yeah, is a Patreon episode, so they're already on our Patreon. So they already oh, know all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just ditzy. It's good to be in no, the habit okay. of doing that stuff. But yeah, this is <laughs> theoretically yeah. for people who are already into it because they fucking paid to listen to it. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Good yeah. Point. Well, thank you for your patronage. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you for people the, paying us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.